welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian. And today with me, I have Light, the Lightfinger Thief. Hey, how you doing? I'll be playing as Hubie today, since we're talking some more OSE. Old school essentials. Well, where's our Dungeon Master? Right here. Dungeon Master John is here. We're going to review. What are we going to review? Today, we're talking about reviewing uh, Hideous Daylight by Brad Kerr which is a third-party uh, adventure designed for use with old-school essentials. It was, it, it was a very hideous and challenging adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody, does anybody know how many weeks we spent on this one? It was four, a, maybe? Yeah, it was quite a few because there were a lot of encounter locations from what I recall in the map that uh, John had shared with us. There was like stuff above ground, stuff below ground, because you know you gotta have dungeons in any game, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it was a little mini hex crawl overland uh, area, garden area, and um, uh, some underground dungeon delving encounters as well. So I I'm place. I'm sorry. I just to give you a heads up this is another one that i placed in my dolmenwood campaign and it is definitely not for dolmenwood but i was able to uh, make some little tweaks to fit in with the flavor of dolmenwood so how many uh, pages and key encounters did this one have because it, it felt like we had a lot of different encounters some of them were, were random wandering but a lot of them were also felt like it led into you know the apex and conclusion yeah so it's uh 30 it's a little zine 32 pages of adventure i don't i'm not sure exactly how many encounters because they number them the overland map is uh half mile hexes there's like 20 24 maybe of those and then the underground and more um specific encounters you guys had now i'm gonna put spoiler warnings on this <laughs> so if you're listening and your dungeon master is gonna run it and you don't want it spoiled turn it off now but if you're a dungeon <laughs> master listening to run it you can hear how we had well how we dealt with them what we ran into the adventure started off there was a, a i guess it's a garden area like you said it's it's what was that 10 by 10 miles perhaps but what you just read read us uh yeah uh let's see it's no, it's probably maybe two. Oh, okay. Two miles square. It's a garden area that, in the book, they give they give a specific you know lord or duke who this is like a little hunting preserve he has, and I took it and placed it in southern Dolmenwood and had it owned by the lord of uh, oh, what's the town you guys started from? Was it right uh, with or something like that? I, Lanks Lanksford or Lanksford. Uh, uh, anyway, it's, um, it's easier and, to answer that question when we have the map up in front of us and I can look at it and read. <laughs> <laughs> Open up row 20. That's correct. <laughs> and the, the adventure starts off as, as perpetual daylight within there. And there's, as you as we explored, we found there was some sort of one of the first things that happened is we had a new player that had just joined and we walked right in and instantly was killed by some kind of demonic possessed was that the rat or a horse it was a giant it was a giant rat gigantic horse-sized rat yeah so this is a giant <laughs> rat that's like meant to be a random encounter that you guys would run into from time to time wait and wait it was, a, it was a random encounter well 
yeah it was, it was a this was a random encounter and but it was <laughs> it was pretty much called for in the book to happen if you guys got to this this place and that the probability would increase and i i rolled for it and it happened and i tried to convey that this was not just your typical giant rat i tried to <laughs> convey that this was much more than that but you guys uh you guys didn't pick up on my clues at all so well you know you He's a giant rat, but it was like more like a rat the size of like a, a horse or something, wasn't it? A large yeah. horse, yeah. 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 It was it Oops. was it was a biggie. Oops. So yeah, f- fellow worker Nick was quickly eliminated in that <laughs> adventure. <laughs> and if you've been listening to the podcast, you you've probably heard fellow worker Nick on on previous episodes. That's uh poor fellow worker Nick so, lost his character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so so Nick's character, Wrinkle Poldermis was a thief and he actually snuck around during the melee and did a successful back attack uh, and did a lot of damage was flung off and you know when it was the rats turn to go i made a random roll as to who he would attack and man just the rolls were not working very favorably and i think he ended up ripping uh poor wrinkles neck out (laughs) it was violent so hubie hubie went and tried to tried to save him and it was a sad moment it was there's quite a few different locations on there that we had uh we got to mess around in there were there's a large area of water so some of it got a little uh was it is that a pond or i would call it a pond perhaps i don't think it's a um, lake is it not a full lake it was a very large pond i felt like large pond small lake <laughs> yeah. yeah i think they i think body they of water. A, i think they call it a lake in the in the book it's it's actually fairly large you know it's like a half mile okay that's pretty big (laughs) a half mile by a mile so i grew up on lake erie so when i think lake i think you can't see the other side yeah well yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and there's some fun aquatic uh adventures and account encounters there there's quite a few different locations that we ran into with with various odds and uh, assorted mtcs i enjoyed that adventure the daylight thing i thought was interesting and fun and unique it gave it its own flair it never light you know night never came so we were kind of like guessing on when we had to sleep and all that i remember that so there's definitely a dungeon there like any good adventure i love my dungeon delving and this is it was some good dungeon delving involved yeah so the setup on this one real quick was daylight was stuck on in (laughs) always garden area garden area and there was basically i had some dolman wood specific elements that from npcs you guys knew to kind of lead you there but there was also a reward for anybody that could kind of help figure out what's going on and and get night to return and we did (laughs) <laughs> we were successful in this we were su- successful after um much wandering encountering and such but you know from a adventure standpoint when john had brought up as part of our normal dome wood hex crawl he was like oh well there's this place where you heard a rumor where it's always sunlight we're like well yeah we're going there <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't we go there <laughs> And you, uh, you tend to associate the undead and demons and possessed things and horrible things like that with the nighttime, but that's, 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 that's not quite the case in this adventure. It's quite the opposite. 
Though there are a lot of horrible and evil monsters in the daylight as well, too. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there are some very bad daylight monsters that we ran into. I had fun with it. I think that this was, you know, we had our player death, our player character death in this one, unfortunately. But overall, it was a it was a fun adventure. I enjoyed it. I did we ever determine how many weeks we played this? How how long it took us to get through this one? Because we were there for a few weeks at least. Yeah, I think it was four sessions at least. Um on so, this one maybe maybe five another five session module so yeah so i mean if you're gonna pick up a set now i don't know i don't own this one and i don't know how this is written now so i'm gonna ask you as dungeon master how this is how it's written because i know we've talked about previously some of the ones written by gavin norman this is not by gavin norman this is available on drive through rpg could you tell us a little bit about the actual module that we players wouldn't know yeah, it's a zine size module um, and the layout, again, it, it seems to take its cue from the work that Gavin's done and others at really simplifying the information they're trying to convey so that you, you can quickly convey to the players what they see and then below would be what the DM would need to know. So it's really well laid out. Another, maybe not quite up to uh, the Hole in the Oak or some of the other adventures that Necrotic Gnome have released, but still really well done. I don't have any complaints about the layout at all. Some of the the map are not my favorite part of it. Uh, the art's really good, especially the cover art. Yeah, the cover is, I was going to say is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, the cover art's excellent. Um, I was trying to see who did that. Matt's, Matt, Matt Sticker. And the interior art is really good as well. The map, uh, I think he could probably use maybe picking up a better cartographer. But um, other than that, that would be the only complaint I would have about the module. Now, this is available. I know this is available on DriveThruRPG, both as PDF and print-on-demand, correct? Yes. And you did mention who the author was, correct? Yeah, Brad, Brad Kerr. Brad Kerr, I know he's got others too for OSE that he's put on, at least one other one that's in this. Yeah, he's got another one that I picked up for OSE that I've read through that and it's really good as well. So, well, hopefully we'll be able to uh, go over that one soon here. We'll see. (laughs) I'd like to explore that. Depends on which direction you guys head. Oh, we got to make our decisions. Decisions. No, I enjoyed this module a lot. Um, I would say I probably enjoyed it personally more than the Hole in the Oak because there was a mix of above ground, below ground um, interactions with uh, the different character NPCs and the adventurer. So for me, I felt like, you know, I like adventures where we have an objective or mission uh, versus a just straight hex crawl dungeon delving. So for me, you know, we had a very clear objective, figure out why this place is always sunny. Why is it always sunny in Dolanwood? Mm. so <laughs> there's 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 so this one has a real good mix because it's not only got like above ground below ground but you go into the we got to go into the water and we got to go into the sky a bit too so i'll leave that out there without trying to spoil it anymore but you get to go up 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 in a way <laughs> yeah up up in a way and um i'm just happy that i made all my dex checks on on that one <laughs> and there is another mirror in this one too if you listen to the whole it was the whole or was the previous one the, the winner's, winner's daughter. daughter that we did yeah. so listen to the winner's daughter episode we had a mirror incident there's another mirror incident in this one too that was interesting so yeah hubie's avoiding all mirrors that we may encounter <laughs> at any point in the future I've come uh, to learn yeah. that in our Dolan world, wood world, that mirrors are uh, are, are not always what, quite what they seem to be. 
I guess I have to mark off uh, Castle of a Thousand Mirrors off my list. Of, no, of we have to. <laughs> <laughs> More mirrors in our dolmen in the wood. Hubie would play it. Hubie would just walk around blindfolded and, and, and naked. There you go. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I think that needs more explanation. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's about all we have time for today. If you enjoyed this, please follow us on Facebook. Just search us Wobblies and Wizards. Give us a like and a follow. Uh, share an episode on your favorite social media. You can find us at wobbliesandwizards.com and keep those dice rolling. Make sure you roll enough dice to make those dex checks. Bye-bye.